You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host Neil Pickup, and it is on. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to World Arm Wrestling League show number 28. I'm Neil Pickup and for the next 35-40 minutes we will be talking all things World Arm Wrestling League, all things arm wrestling. And for regular listeners to the show you will know that last week I was joined by a global arm wrestling legend. Engin, the enigma of rage Terzi of Turkey was with us giving his thoughts and feelings after being a keen viewer of the 500 series. We couldn't leave it there with so much more to say. Ladies and gentlemen, for the second week, my guest is the Enigma of Rage, Mr. Engin Terzi. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. And if you were listening in last week, you will know that I was joined by the Enigma, Engin Terzi. Turkey's finest and one of the greatest of all time. And we heard Engin confirm that he would be happy and keen to arm wrestle in the World Arm Wrestling League. We got him back on here and we wanted to explore that a little bit more. So, Engin, yes. in, in order to get you uh, to, to, to let people know a little bit more about you, mate, I wanted to find out um, a little bit of background, first of all. We heard yeah. last week that you've been arm wrestling for a quarter of a century, over 25 years in the sport. You yeah, started when you were 17 years old. I think you said, was it 1991, 92? In 1991, I started training for it. Uh, 1992, when I was 18, I now, what brought Maybe you into you arm remember wrestling? remember the, the guy was um, Tamayev Totras. You yes, remember, probably. I remember it very yeah. well, mate. I remember, yeah, I re- I remember uh, seeing you burst onto the scene. In fact, I think the first yeah. time that I was uh, really aware, it might have been Edmonton or it might have been Sweden, uh, that I really became aware of you. Um, certainly, I remember in Sweden, uh, 94, you yeah. were uh, your typical self. You were fire. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I came terrible. there alone, you know, all alone. I didn't know any English. I just, <laughs> I just came there and registered and and then competed by myself, you know, only a Turkish guy, yeah. crushing guys throughout the day, for never never wearing anything other than a bad attitude and a frown, and it was great to watch. <laughs> I absolutely loved it, mate. I really did. And also, I think people won't know that you travelled extensively in the United States as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we're talking big events. You were over at the main events. You were, you, you, you really, you, you did a tour at one time, didn't you? You went all over the place. And you were pulling multiple weights. I actually lived in US most of the times. I was only coming <laughs> to my country to go to Europeans and worlds, and I was going back to US and then uh, staying there and competing in tournaments, uh, especially between '96 till 2003. And. At that period of time, mate, where, where, where were you training? Where were you sort of based? Were you just traveling around 
uh, as far and extensively as he could to get that training. I was in Missouri, Dixon, Missouri. I was with uh, our master, Chris Anderson. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was staying in his uh, upstairs. And then we had our medicine table there. We were working together. We were doing roofing. And then we were also just competing all over United States. You know, I was competing Petaluma, Reno. Uh, remember the Idaho main events? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Great shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were competing Harley tournaments and many, many, many tournaments. Usually, you know, it, it depends. You know, if it is a state championships, I was competing up to eight classes, seven classes. And in World Wrestling Championships in Petaluma, there was 10 classes. I, I competed five of them and won all. And yeah, yeah, I, I was, yeah. The truth is, oh. at that time, you know, I was like 62, 63 kilo, maybe 135 pounds. Yeah. And then whenever I go there, you know, even some of the, some of the super heavyweights, they were coming and oh, asking you if, you if were I'm competing. against people like Eric Wolfell and Ron Bath and Kevin Bongard and yeah, yeah, real yeah. monsters and you, you you were racking up wins at these events it was uh, it was impressive too I mean when you when you let's walk through those I mean your wins against Bongard how much did you weigh when you beat Kevin I was about 70 kilo I was 70 kilo <laughs> yeah I I also you remember Dan Victor yes yeah 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 Dan Victor won the 110 kg WAP Yes. And then seven months later, he was about 120 kilo because he was open class. I was 70 kilo. We were like finger to finger. And then he beat me with a dead wrist uh, shoulder press. Mm-hmm. But I was like half of him, you know. And then he was the current current uh, WAF champion in 110 kg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I, I was... What about when you when you got the wins against Ron Bath? How how what weight were you at then? Same again, about sixty five, seventy kilos. No, no, I didn't. I didn't have win against him, but I gave him a very tough match. I, Which I, is I have, ridiculous. I I, I I I think I have beaten uh, Michael Todd, and but we also had very very long matches. He also beat me too, but very long matches, like mm-hmm. maybe like two minutes long, very long matches. I top all him using dead wrist. Shoulder press. You remember in the past, you know, Michael was mostly going for the dead wrist shoulder press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 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 every time I pulled yeah. Mike, he used to try and hook me. He used to love to hook. That was his. Yeah, that yeah. was his thing with me. But um, yeah, the the, you the, the Jason good... Rimmer. Yes, I do, mate. Very well. Jason yeah. Rimmer. Yeah, Jason Rimmer. Like I have like maybe fifteen wins against him. Even like I beat him. And two months later, he was second in the WAP in Virginia in 85 kilo. Maybe you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, I think he did final with the Igor. Yes. Uh, from, yeah. from Ukraine. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Jason beat him once. And then in the final, he couldn't catch him. Igor was mm-hmm. kind of quick to beat him, you know. Yeah. I, I pulled everyone. I pulled everyone in the US. I pulled mm-hmm. Bongard. I pulled, I don't know, Dave Patton, Craig Tuller, Olin Lucas, RJ. Rick Soliwada, many mm-hmm. guys, you know, many, many of the top guys of that time, you know. I think that's great training as well, mate. I mean, obviously, one of the yes. things that, that when you have a, a real depth of talent in any country, and which the United States have had throughout the ages, really, I think it's a great place. The only the only downside of that is the amount of miles you've got to put under your belt in order to get to all the events, particularly with the frequency of them these days. Yes, but, it, it um, helped me technically a lot oh. to, to, to compete in US, many tournaments, technically better me. But sure. 
watching John Burzink was the thing that, you know, made my view wider about arm wrestling. You know, he inspired me a lot. Now, when you I look was at watching the... all the time. His, 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 with, uh, sorry, his uh, Yukon Jack matches with Gary Goodrich and other oh. guys. I, all the time I was putting the uh, on the video and I'm watching him all the time. Yeah. What he's doing, how he's doing, just I, I really loved watching him. Even today, even that match against Gary Goodrich, he lost. But I mean, there are a lot of things to learn, you know. Whatever, even he loses, I still learn something from him. Yes. Yeah, he was a very, very... Um... At that point in time, I think there were some guys that, that that sort of fell away from the radar. But even if you look at some of the guys who are still around now, maybe not at the same level, guys like Jason Vale. Jason, at that time in the at the Yukon Jack events, was an absolute killer. He was a great puller, you know, particularly in the yes. strap. My word, you get that guy in a strap. Did, did you know that he beat he beat uh, I think Matt Gurner and yeah. also Eric Wolfel in the Petaluma '97 when I when I won uh, those five five classes. He won the heavyweight class. He oh, was Jason in straps was a bad man. He was 87, 88 kilo. He won the super heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I remember he... in, in, in Pocatello, Idaho, the first main event, he was with John Berzing. And... <laughs> I remember that as well in his dungaree. Yeah, you remember that, right? yeah. <laughs> John, <laughs> John, like Berzing, a John Berzing had a very hard time. Baggy dungarees on <laughs> with one side of it unbuttoned and he was whacking folk in the straps. Yeah. Yeah. John Brzezink, John Brzezink couldn't start against him in strap. Mm. He won with the two fouls before the match started. And yep. the second time in the final, he didn't allow him to go to step. He catch him from his fingers and pin him that way. <laughs> because he, he didn't want to start that way. Yeah. Good times, mate. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, when you, when you look at the, 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 the events these days, do you think that there are any... I mean, obviously, people talk about the Zloty Tour has been yeah. a big defining competition. I think one yeah. thing that the, that's always been exciting about arm wrestling globally is if you get a period of time where there is um, one very big all-encompassing event. I think in their day, the main event uh, shows in, in uh, Pocatello were, were that event. I think yes, the yes, on yes, occasion yes, yes. have that mantle. Yes. Latterly, there's Lottie Tour and the World Arm Wrestling League Absolute. events when Absolute. they were doing the main draw competitions also have yes, that sort yes, of recognition. Yes, 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 yes. A couple more. Ultimate Vegas was another one that drew the yeah. stars out, you know. Yeah. Um, at this point in time, do you think that, that the world's lost a little bit in that respect, mate? Because particularly now with the split on the horizon with the World Arm Wrestling Federation, you know, where, mm. where do you see, is there a big defining event in the world right now? Oh, uh, you mean that everyone competes and then to yeah. see, you know, where, where the best is? Because I'm concerned. No, that no, no, you, you cannot be able to see. The, the truth is, about the lightweights, WAF, WAF is still the, the one, mm -hmm. to me, to me. But whenever you talk about the heavyweights, WAF has never been the one that, you know, like to see the best uh, super heavyweight. No. Like when, when you when you have like Pushkar, Turbin, Dave Chaffee, Jerry Cadoret, Devon, Michael, you know, all of this, you know, when you know that they are not there, I mean, it is hard to say that, you know, the best, uh, the, the winner of the WAP is the, the best in the world. You understand? It's, it's hard to say. I'm talking about the heavyweights. Yeah. But who do, yeah, who but, do you but, think but, is the best right now, mate? I mean, that's a hell of a. Looks like Levan. Looks like Levan, but I, I see uh, Laletin. Laletin has potential. Mm. He, I don't know if he can beat him now, but he has potential to beat him yes. because Laletin is 205, 
and every time I see his pictures, I see him bigger. I I, I don't see that skinny guy anymore. You know, I, I, just I actually listen. think Michael Todd can beat Levan. I don't know. After in a super after, match one on one, I think he can beat him. After after I saw him with Tim Breslin, um, Levan, it is hard to say. You know, but but if he beats, he will beat. But uh, to me, like if I had money, I would put on Levan because it kind. Of... I I actually think that that for Michael, the Latin is a bigger threat. Just, because of the style, I, I something yeah. about about you know Michael. Michael has some losses against Turbin. Yeah. He has losses against Dennis. I, I'm I'm not saying that you know Michael cannot beat them, but you know uh, he against the Eastern Europeans. You know Michael is not as dominant as how he is in uh, US. Like no, he, he lost Pushkar at Zloty. Uh, 2007, 4-2 he lost. I mean, it, it is like still like losing 4-2 to Pushkar, 4-2 to Dennis is not something to be, you know, feeling bad. You understand to beat oh, those guys two yeah. rounds. You know, still great, great job. But I don't know how good Michael is. I don't know how good Michael is. To me, Levan is at least looks better. I think in a one-on-one super match environment. Against yeah. most styles, with the exception of Jerry Cadaret, who causes him massive problems, uh, and even then, with a with a thicker strap, I think Michael uh, is more dangerous. But I think with most conventional styles of arm wrestler in a in a five or six round super match, Michael is a horrible man to arm wrestle. I think he's really mm. difficult to beat, mostly because of the fact that he's got the king's move to rely on, and also I think mm. Michael is a lot more versatile than people give him credit for. I think he's one of the Yo, most yeah, versatile no players in there the world. No doubt. I mean, I don't think that there is anyone who is more versatile than him. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would he, agree. He can do I think he can do anything. He can do hook. He can do side pressure. He can do top roll. I mean, look look at him versus Jerry. He he didn't go under table. No, no, he was no. It wasn't mostly, in Kings. mostly, yeah, close 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 to his hand, you know, at yeah. the event. Yeah, he yeah. was in a reversing defensive top roll pretty much throughout yeah. that match, and and a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Seemed to be resting there, you know, but he couldn't get round for the transition. One one mm-hmm. thing I would say about Mike is I think that if Levin has a problem, it would probably be fatiguing. I think if if the breaks, he's a little bit similar in that respect to mm-hmm. Chafee. I think he's not necessarily as orthodox as so, because he doesn't need to be he's so powerful. So I think that Levin would beat guys who give Michael terrible problems. For example, Jerry. I actually think Levin would beat Jerry quite comfortably, stylistically again. Although mm-hmm. I may be wrong, I think he would. I've seen him against other pressers, other top-class pressers, and I think he, he would handle that style well. Um, Do, don't, I, you, don't you think that Levan or today with 180 kg, mm-hmm. don't you think that you know he may be in another level? I don't, no. I think um, no. I think he might leave some space, and I think his hand might open. And if his hand open once, it's over. Yeah, but, but, but look at him with Tim Bresnan. I mean, the Trent Bresnan, one of the most, uh, he has one of the most solid pronator I have ever seen. Yeah, one he's rock strong. Yeah, Tim's yeah. a great puller. Yeah, but, but I mean, Levan didn't have much problems about it. You know, he just beat him so easily, you know. Yeah, but if you look at what Michael did with, with, with Dave Chafee, that uh-huh, was unbelievably uh-huh. easy also. I mean, unbelievably easy. Yeah, but they they they, they, they they kind of has a problem with uh, people, you know, who are 
so much posting and then uh, pulling in an unorganized way of armassing. He he also had trouble with the Dennis Splenko once. Yeah. Dennis tried to hook him. They just killed him. But <coughs> once once Dennis just you know leaned back and then then you saw that you know they lost his wrist. Who do you think is North America's best chance of beating the top class Eastern Europeans now? If if you don't think it's Mike, who do you think it would be or could be, mate? Do you think that Devon, the bigger Devon that we're seeing right now, could have a have a chance against those guys or not really? Yeah, um, I'm I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure Devon. I heard Devon's right arm is hurt. Is it true or? Uh, yes, I think it was hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't think there's an issue now. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think Devon the, the right Devin, now. I, I don't Devin think he wanted saw, a match with Mike at that time. Devon that I saw against Wagner just so much remind me the Devon I saw beating John Brzezink in 2018 England. He was just that comfortable. He just like I don't know. He was just, um, but still, you know, Wagner is not like uh, Lewan. Wagner is like like lower level. I don't mean any disrespect, but you know, this no. this guy is huge. His hands are huge. This guy, yeah, a monster. You know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to even feel his hand. You know, I would probably feel so bad. You know, even by gripping up with him. You know, yeah, he's and, he's uh, he's disproportionately massive. I mean, he's yes. like Dennis. He's got that ridiculous thick shake thing going on where your hand is just beyond belief. But I, I do think that styles make matches. And I think that Michael over in a super match format could give him yeah. real trouble because I think that he may have if, some if gaps he stops there. him, If he stops him, he's going <coughs> to most likely win. He, he's going to win because because uh, Lewan is not, I would say, uh, technical enough to find the hole to beat Michael, once the match stops. Correct. But That's I, exactly I, I, what I'm basing my my yeah. uh, my estimation on, mate. I think that Ma- Michael would gas him out to a. I'm no doubt that Levin is a stronger man. Is there any chance? Is there any chance these 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 top guys to meet each other? Do, do you guys see, even, I mean, do you guys even negotiate? You know, uh, Michael here or the uh, Levin there or something. Certainly, it hasn't happened yet. But I, I don't I don't think that it will be uh, beyond. Uh, resolution. I think there are opportunities for that to happen down the track, you know. Um, it would certainly be an engaging argument. I don't think either man sort of needs the other one right now. And I think there's other, un, you know, there's unfinished business. I mean, we're talking about Levan. Uh, can Saganashvili get, get round Vitaly? We, we'll find out. I think the Latin's definitely in that hunt, you know. We find out soon. But well, what I do, do you think about that? What do you think about Latin versus Levan? Look, looks like Laletin is getting bigger and bigger. You know his arms. Yes, he is. He's progressing. He's progressing yeah. um, at, a, at a rapid rate. I would, I would be very, very interested to see that match. Do I think it's a foregone conclusion? No, um, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion at all. I, what I would say at this point in time is that I personally wouldn't be surprised to see either man win. Laletin beats him, huh? No, no, it wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't. I think um, yes. from what I saw from Mongobayev. Um, and I'm not saying Kigali is anything like uh, like uh, like the Latin is, but I, but I do think that Ongabayev, um gave some problems to Levan. And people can say, yeah, he was underestimating him and he wasn't taking it lightly. But how did he, how did he, how did he you, travel? He, he just slipped his hand, you know. That's all, yeah. you know. In, in I, step, he, he was just like even two hands couldn't easy. stop him. Yeah, but yeah. if you can get to the strap with a guy, I'm I'm uh, of the opinion that Lalatin will be. 
infinitely stronger than uh, Ongabayev. Yeah, but, but we we need to we need to judge the match like as a strap match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like yeah, to, to go through strap, you know, I don't think that any of them will uh, control each other. I don't think Laletin will be able to control uh, Lewan without strap. Neither Lewan will control him. So, but but just whenever I look at Lewan versus Ongarbaev in strap, I saw like a power that, you know, I don't think that, you know, Ongarbaev could uh, beat Lewan with two hands. That, that is what how I felt. <laughs> It did look convincing. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're no like Cobra, Cobra. Remember Cobra? What Cobra says? Strap never lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, yeah. What I would say is this, though. The leverage that will be applied to Levan when he faces yeah. um, the Latin will be a completely different angle, a completely different height to mm-hmm. what any prob- probably anybody can put on him and at a lot more speed. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the Latin wins yeah, that match. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. Because he's like just that. come through a guy who I rate very, very highly. You know, uh, for me, Prudnik is mega. <laughs> I rate Evgeny Prudnik so highly. I mean, yes, yes, he's yes. a fantastic yes. arm wrestler. You know, I Prudnik, mean, versus, Prudnik versus Devon, Devon Larat at oh, Wild would be a dream match. Oh, dream ridiculous. Match. Ridiculous. It really do, would. Do, do, do you think that Devon... Do you think that Devon beat him easy or, or no? Think... No, my God, no, 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 not no. I don't think uh, no. <laughs> I really don't. No, yeah. I don't think uh, Devon hasn't got the explosive attack that you saw from uh, Lalatin. He's yeah. more of a guy that goes to win win by increments, and I think that's down to his training a great deal. He in in the the green machine he trains by letting guys hit on him. And his whole ethos is around gaining position. You know, he gains position, returns to centre, gains position, returns to centre, gains position. That's what he does. He breaks people down. He bleeds them out. If, you, uh, if, you, if you can bring some of these guys to Wild, I mm-hmm. think you are going to um, make people accept that, you know, Wild has the, uh, how to say, the most of the best in the world. I would, I, 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 think that it is some very rare air that, that Evgeny Prudnik is breathing right now. I think that guy is in a rare position. He's an incredible... And I think he's another guy that's getting better and better. You know? Yeah. I really yeah. do. Whenever he gets heavier, he gets better. You know? If he would stay at 95 kilo, I think that was the best of him. You know? But when he is... Like when he pulled Rustam Babayev, he was 109 kilo. Yeah. So I don't know how what his weight was against Laletin. But you know, 110 kilo Prudnik, of course, should be stronger than 90 kilo, 95 kilo Prudnik. And this guy is so well rounded. Until he get hurt against, I think he got hurt against Spartak Zolev in 2015 Europeans. Mm-hmm. And then while he was hurt with his shoulder, he went to US to pull Tim Bresnan while he was still injured. So he yeah. pulled Tim Bresnan, he got even uh, more hurt. And then that is why last two three years. He didn't do as great as you know how he uh, should, but looks like now he totally recovered and he has potential to become next Brzezinski. You know, well, a lot of people were saying that they believe that in the next round, um, Kirgali Ongobayev will face Prudnik, and yeah. uh, they think that Ongobayev will beat Prudnik. I think no way, no way. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. see that happening mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I see Prudnik winning that with ease. I think he will. I think he'll win that match comfortably. 
because because Prudnik doesn't uh, um, Ongarbev doesn't have anything. Um, and he does say, better than his, his speed, his speed, his technique, his power. You cannot say anything for Ongarbev better than uh, Prudnik. But when you Correct. think about the yeah. uh, power, I think that you know Prudnik is stronger. Yeah, I, I'd like stronger. to see. I'd like to see Prudnik pull the van. No way! Come on. No, I'd like to see it. I really? No, no, it's too much. Too much. He would get hurt. I think he'd get beaten, but I'd like to see it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't think he can beat Levan, but I'd like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's like if you got in a Ferrari and you'd like, I love that Ferrari, but I'd love to drive it into that yeah. wall to just, see. Just, what just, just let, 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 let's find better matches that, to enjoy. You know, what I'd would like be to see that match. Just think about I'm what would be better for what. Guys, we got to take a short break right now, but please do not leave. We will be right back with more from Engin Quick Sticks. Welcome back to the show, guys. If you are just joining us, we are halfway through week two of Engin Terzy Time. The Turk is with us, giving us thoughts, feelings, and insight on all things World Arm Wrestling League. Let's get right back to it with Turkey's own arm wrestling legend. What do you think no, about Sam Harris, Sam, Sam Harris and Yanis? I, I heard that Sam, Sam has a win against Yanis before. Yes, he does. And Sam's, yeah. a, great, Sam's a, a really solid defensive top roller. You know a match I like better than Sam versus Yanis, though? I actually yeah. like... I, I, for a start, let's get one thing clear. I think that Yanis will and should get the next shot at Sam. Mm -hmm. But I, mm -hmm. from from a perspective of what do I think is a great match, mm -hmm. I actually think a great match is Tom Holland Sam Harris. I think that's a really good pull. I think that'd be a great match to watch yeah, because he can he can reach far. Yeah, yeah. and, I, and I'd, I'd like to see Yanis pull pull Tony. I would. Tony? I, I was interesting. Yeah, Katowski. I wanted. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see how Katowski. Uh, versus Yanis went down anyway. I, I was interested to see that match uh, at the end of this season. I would have liked to see it. If we'd have had more matches, uh, more events, excuse me, I would have loved to see those two go at it because Ooh. we never really got to see that. I know we did left-handed, but we never really got to see Yanis and Tony um, pull. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I, I think that's a... Who, who won with left arm? Tony? Tony, yeah. Yeah, Tony's, I think, left is better. While Yanis's yeah. uh, left arm is not as good as his his right. No, Yanis is a solid left arm, but it's never been an outstanding left arm. Um, and, but right-handed, special. And, am, and, am I wrong, or Jeff Hale beat Tom Holland uh, recently? At why? No, not recently. Tom, Tom, Jeff Hale beat a, a Tom, year ago, maybe. Yeah, at the yeah. end of last season. Now, um, without being biased, this is completely unbiased, genuine feedback because I love both these guys, Jeff and mm -hmm. Tom. But what yeah. I would say is this, that we have not seen, nobody in the World Arm Wrestling League has seen uh, a fit, a fully fit right-handed Tom Holland. The nearest we've got was actually when he's just lost to Yanis. But that was the, by far the best Tom Holland that we've seen in World Arm Wrestling League. And it was a tough match, very tough match, I remember. Yeah, now I'm very, very sure of that fact because I know <clears> where Tom's been at in the UK. Tom hasn't competed in our last two British nationals on his right arm. Because he's been torn to pieces, he actually did damage. You know, the year that he went to the main event, uh, the main draw World Arm Wrestling League event, and he was competing on events over here. He prior to that was doing very well with the likes of Craig, beating him with ease. 
And then Craig, uh, he damaged his wrist. So Tom got a mm. serious nerve damage in his wrist. Um, mm -hmm. And it stayed with him for about two years. And only now are we starting to see, I expect that Tom will pull our British Nationals in a couple of months, in a month's time, sorry. Um, and I expect you will start to see Tom come back into the mix in a big way. Uh, Tom's left arm is far, far more impressive than his right arm right now. Mm -hmm. um, but because he's his right get injured and then yes. he more focused yeah. on his left. Yeah. Correct, yeah. So his left arm's way above. I mean, he pulled Mindaugas Teresetis and yeah. cracked him 6-0. Uh, he's got an impressive left, you know. Yeah. But right now, I think in the next year or so, we'll see a very different Tom Holland. But, but he know? doesn't look like really, really lightweight. I think that he has potential to become the mid-middleweight. Yeah, possibly so, mate. He's another Nicholas Nanastad in that respect. I mean, he's really tall. He's like six four, so yeah. tall, tall kid. Um, but he's got, you know, he's got the genetic. He's like a racing snake with full blown AIDS. I mean, he's just mm -hmm. so thin, incredibly mm -hmm. thin, you know. Thin, but uh, the, the, the 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 he reminds me not the uh, Nicholas, but he reminds me mostly Kevin Bongard. Very similar to Kevin because they both yeah. have that. Incredible hooking strength, you know. Yes, I actually yes, think yes, that he yes. could have beaten Yanis in the second round <clears> of the World Arm Wrestling League match had he not been showboating. And Yanis is not the guy you want to showboat on, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. similarly, Tom was showboating a little bit with uh, Jeff Hale and got punished for that when they faced each other in the in the battleground match over there in the battle royale. So, yeah, interesting. But I, I do think style. I'm a big believer and always have been a big believer in styles make matches. You know, yes, 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 yes. Arm wrestler yes, yes. A beats arm wrestler B, loses to C, and so on. And I, and I think <clears> that <throat> is pretty fascinating. Let, let me ask you a question here, mate, which yeah. which we hear all the time. Yeah. When when I go over to the US, people are saying, "Oh, you know, the the US guys can't compete with the top Europeans. Mm -hmm. They're not as good as the top Europeans." Now, that on the is last true. episode, you said that that in the lightweight class there was difference in the European the heavyweights. North America is where it's at. Yeah. How much of a gulf, if you take your upper echelon guys, so let's say, <clears throat> you know, and you can pick any anyone you want, but your top two lightweights from North America and your top uh -huh. two lightweights from Europe, your top uh -huh. two middleweights, so let's say we're talking about <clears throat> uh, Todd Hutchins, Herman Stevens, and Rob Bidgent Jr., you know, who were a pretty good bet for, you know, your top guys. And if you want to be, if we throw 176 pounds into the mix, maybe we, we talk about Tulier and Bishop go into that, that, that realm. And then you talk about your top 100 to 110 kilo guys. And I'd say Matt Mask proper, probably represents that over there, that kind of level. If they came over and faced the likes of uh, Jordan Konev, <laughs> is it a match? You know, if you put Rob Vigent Jr. at two hundred and ten pounds against Krasimir Kostadinov at two ten, is that a match or is it a no contest? No, no, I think no, no, I think it would be a good match. But the, the, some of the names that you mentioned, I have never seen them competing against the uh, European pullers, but some of them I have seen it. Like for example, I have seen. Uh, uh versus uh, recently, I think he pulled in the Romania event, if you remember. No, no, Moldova event. But he's so yeah, confusing, yeah. isn't he, Todd? Because Todd's the type of guy, you know, who'll come over to a Nemirov Cup and, and, yeah. and crack people. He'll beat people, you think, and he'll beat them in the overall like they're not there. And yeah, then but, he'll but, go but, to another but, event and, he'll, you know, he'll beat Krasimir like, a, like, a, like nothing. 
and then he yeah, yeah, yeah. to to, to uh, Maki. He's, he's, yeah. he's getting, you know, older too. I think he's near about 50 something right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 53 or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe, uh, like I have seen uh, Justin Bishop compete in the same events. And I think his first round match was against uh, Irakli from Georgia. Yeah. Irakli beat him easily. But uh, also Justin won some uh, good matches against top guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what my guess is they are, they can be one of the best. Uh, hard to say the very best. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, on one on one, on one uh, like super match, uh, you can see the uh, the real the real answer. Who do you think is the best lightweight in North America? Uh, under one sixty-five. Yeah, let's say one sixty-five pounds. Who's the who do you think is the best? I mean, the 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 one that wins the world. The World Arm Wrestling League represents the very best of North America. So by North that, America, for sure, for sure, no doubt. Is no the doubt. very of the North Americans at 165. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, also represents some of the best in the world. But uh, it is not proven in the lightweights, but in the middle and heavyweights, yes, some of the best in the world. How do, how do you see someone like, let's let's focus on Rob Vigent Jr., who's an interesting character. Yes, yes Rob yes, Vigent yes, Jr. Yes. is a guy with all the gifts in the world yes, and also a yes, really intelligent yes. arm wrestler. You yeah. know, really joined up in the way that he approaches his matches. Not necessarily, or not historically, traditionally, the most focused guy in the world, and, mm-hmm. and a busy guy. Got a lot of um, other distractions. He's been a full-time father over there, which, my God, anybody that's had kids knows how difficult that is. Um, but in terms of ability, in terms of uh, God-given gifts for the sport of arm wrestling, he is definitely got from the, you know, he's for, he's picked from the top shelf, mate. Do, do you see him? Being able to come over to Europe and take out top guys in in maybe super match possible, but in a tournament it is hard to say because as we say that you know draw plays important role you know when you compete mm-hmm. a tournament it it is very hard Ravijan to come and compete a tournament where all the best all the Eastern Europeans are represented and then him to win it, it is very hard you know yeah Do but it is hard hard it's hard hard for everyone what's this. Do you think that's mostly because of his lack of speed on occasion? He can be, he tends to be the guy that's got enough confidence in his strength to try and. I don't, I don't think that he's going to dominate anyone uh, top. I don't think he's going to hold uh, Sasha and then beat him in one second or Prudnik and beat him or Rustem and beat him in one second. Mm-hmm. So it, it will all go about the endurance and the one, you know, who is luckier, you know, will probably win the event. But if you say like, one-on-one super match. If if I would invite someone from US, if two people at that weight would be Tata Chings and the Ravijans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob is certainly rock strong. There's no doubt about yes. that, and he's got yes. so many weapons, so many tools. Yes. And if you look actually back at uh, sort of Rob's career and accolades, he's got impressive wins against some really impressive pullers. I mean, super heavyweights through to dominant middleweights. You know. Uh, and he's done it in pr- impressive fashion. But for so, example, who, who did he beat in super heavyweight? I've in seen a, him get wins against people like Bresnan, Chafee. Uh-huh. You know, you, get really, Chafee? really, really, really in a fresh match, or is it like overall? No, or something? tournament tournament environment. So to be fair, is, is, it, is it overall, overall, or 
Is it not only if it's overall? I also beat Travis Bajant in like one second. I flash him in Harlepool. Now there's but, a name. How do you how do you uh, how do you see Travis, mate? I gotta I gotta find that out. How do you see Travis in the mix at the heavyweights? Can Travis come back over and and uh, have great success against Vitaly Lalatin against Levan? It, it depends on you know how serious he is, uh, but I cannot say uh, by seeing him uh, lately against uh, Ivanov uh, from I think Ivanov he was uh, the Bulgarian guy. He beat him Moldova. Mm-hmm. But I think the guy was injured with his left arm. He didn't even yeah. compete the walls. And his right arm was good. But um, Travis was injured from his chest or something against yeah. Badulescu. So yeah. we didn't really see them, you know, pulling best arm versus best arm. Uh, I think that Travis's right arm is not the best arm, but still, whatever. Um, Travis is an interesting guy, isn't he? Travis is, let me, I mean, break down what tra- tra- well, how I see Travis. Yeah. I, I I love Travis. I think he's ace. I, I, I really like Travis. He's an unbelievably charismatic guy. Uh, I've always got on with the bloke. I always I like him a lot. He's a funny, funny man. Um, he's actually a good bloke as well. At the bottom of him, I, I, I have a lot of time for Travis. When when the real Travis is shining through, he's a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. I also, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, <clears throat> in my opinion, mm-hmm. If you get the very best Travis Bajant that I've seen, mm-hmm. so the guy that, that, that took the double hammer uh, against Chafee, for example, uh, mm-hmm. in the World Arm Wrestling League tournament, if that guy... Styles, Styles makes matches, oh. you know. Maybe, maybe, like, against Michael Todd, his, his chance is lower, probably. Yes, I think Michael I, beats I, him. I, I, yeah, I think Michael yeah. beats him. But I do, yeah. I would love to see, I would love to see the guy that took the double hammer in the World Arm Wrestling League uh, main draw tournament, the last time we saw it, where he took the double hammer beating Chafee. That guy yeah. on that form, when he's focused like that and comes in in that kind of form with that kind of commitment, I think mm. he is a hard match for anyone that has ever drawn breath. Mm. That is a strong sure. man. I would, I would, li- I would like him to uh, pull Lalatin right and left. Oh my God, I'd love to see that. Yeah. I would it, it, will love... be, it will be a very, very easy match, but I don't know who's going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of, them, one of them's winning quick, but we yeah. don't know who. Yeah. Yeah. It will be like Gas Gasparini versus Matt Mask. Either yeah. one will win easy. The one that, who takes the hand will flash. I don't think they will stay at the middle like that. But, I would you know, like it... to see Hermes back in the World Arm Wrestling League against... There's so many guys that are... He was originally slated to pull Marcio, and that's still mm-hmm. a match that I love. Marcio... And, and and Gasparini is a great match. I absolutely love that match. You know, so, Gasparini had a wrist wrist injury, and he still has the problems. But he, I think, that, uh, soon he will be back even stronger. Yes. Uh, this guy is incredible. Oh yeah, Gas Gas Gasparini is like I mean, is a gift to our wrestling world. You know, we should we should really really uh, support and promote guys like him. You know. Yeah. Because you know we are talking about uh, top top rollers of all times. Uh, to me, he is already one of them. Oh yeah, he's a great. He's a great arm wrestler, mate. I mean, he's come yes. from a long lineage of, of arm wrestlers. His dad, Massimo, was was powerful. Very different arm wrestler. Yeah. I competed yeah. against him many times myself. But um, really thickly boned individual. You know, just a big yes. look like a blacksmith. He just had big thick bones and joints. Yes, um, yes, yes. 
really he can become a heavyweight in the future. Mm-hmm. He can he can become now. What's his weight now? Do you remember what his weight I was against? Somewhere around a hundred kilograms. Somewhere kilograms. around there, that there or thereabouts. But I think he, if he wants, he can make hundred ten kilo. He, Do you he think can, he's he can... the kind of guy that could could mix it with the uh, Prudniks, Ongabayevs? Do you think he can do much with them when he's in his best shape? Oh, I think he, he beat uh, Baba Evet Zloty. And yes, yes, I think he, he has you know good chance against the Prudnik too, if, if they both weigh the same. Because that's a, that's a match that could be really interesting, I think, going down the tracks. If you get yeah. you know Prudnik where he is now and you get a bigger, uh-huh. more in-shape Hermes Gasparini, that could be a very entertaining encounter. Really could. Yes, 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 yes I agree. And one guy that I'd like to see get over into World Arm Wrestling League alongside yourself, I'm going to mention uh-huh. two heavyweights, actually. The first uh-huh. one would be uh, uh, Arif Ertem. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah. And the other yes. one, yes. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to go with Gennady Quickvinia. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. For show, it's incredible. He versus Devon Narat would be incredible show. Yeah. I- because because the guy has, in- has incredible endurance. He's a warrior. You know, to beat him, usually you need to dominate him. Once the match is like uh, close powers, equal power, you know, then then you will see that he is a monster at the table. He versus Devon Larat would be incredible because both yeah. are not like so super, you know, flashers. So I'm sure that the match will stop somewhere. And there, you know, it will be a long match. But, you know, I, I kind of uh, sometimes doubt about like, like I was thinking that Tartachings has incredible endurance. But I remember that once Devon stopped him, and then everything was all over. He yeah, just he hold him and him just in, beat, in beat him like nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look, really looks, like, looks like it's, it is hard to match Devon's endurance. I, I like uh, one guy that dropped off the radar who I'd love <clears> to find out where he's at now. Um, yeah. And I think he matches so well in World Arm Wrestling League would be uh, mm-hmm. Artem Tenov. Yeah, he didn't do so good at go? the Nationals. He didn't do so good at the Nationals, I think, with right arm. But I saw him lately. He beat uh, the guy, you know, the skinny guy, Tautiev from Russia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who beat, yeah. Uh, who, who beat Zolev. Tautiev beat Zolev at Russian Nationals and at Europeans. And, and Tainov beat him. Tainov beat with Tautiev, yeah, yeah. Tautiev, uh, Tainov hooked him first match. Yeah. And then in the in the final, I saw that, you know, Tautiev just stayed far back and dropped his front shoulder, uh, front, front wrist, you know, just to not to get hooked. And then this time, Tainov just toppled him, toppled him, beat him, and which was not expected, you know. So Tainov is a very explosive guy. You no. never know what he's going to do, yeah. And another guy, also from Turkey, Ozan Kochak, this guy yeah. is now, yeah, incredible. Yeah, he's 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 now 100 kilo, and he's he has potential to become 110 kilo. Trust me, strong. you know he's he's yeah. yeah yeah rock. He's just very very strong. So he, let's inside... talk, let's focus on you, mate. If we if 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 you come yeah. over to the World Arm Wrestling League, <clears throat> yeah. Um, who would you like to pull first? Who's the guy? If you had to, if you looked at that class. Who are the guys there that you'd be excited to arm wrestle against? I mean, I can directly pull with the best, but I mean, I don't know what kind of offer, if, if an offer comes, will come. Uh, but I would pull Sam Harris. Uh, I would like to pull Jeff Hale. People doesn't think that it would be a great match, but I disagree with them. You know, just because Mindagas beat him, he, they kind of doesn't give much credit to Jeff Hale, but I don't think 
that's the case, Jeb, is, you know, a dangerous guy for anyone. You know, you, you know, you spoke about losing weight. Yeah. And the difficulty in losing weight. What about, let me throw out a couple of suggestions here, and I'm conscious I'll let you go soon, mate, because I've kept you on here for yeah. a long yeah. period of time. But what about a catch weight match with somebody like Justin Bishop? Oh, well, you mean, you mean like any weight class? Any yeah, weight so, class? so if we were somewhere around, you know, 176, 180 pounds, somewhere around there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Interesting or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible, but but like, what, what, which category will be like if, if I if I wanted to get a hammer, which category it would belong to? In my opinion, I think entertainment, but lightweight. Lightweight. Yeah, will Justin ever make the weight if he beats no, me? But I I, I think uh, as an introduction, sometimes best the, the, uh-huh. the just the best matches make a big difference. I'd like to see you pull Katowski. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. I think you and Tony would yeah, be great. Yeah. And yeah. I'd also really like to see you at a catchweight against Justin Bishop. Yeah, yeah. But both both would work for me. Both, both would work. But a, again, you know, like I want to have a target other than beating those guys. I want to, I would want to have a target of winning a hammer if I'm good enough. Without doubt, mate. And I want to throw it out before I let you go. I want to throw it out to all the listeners, to the people within World Arm Wrestling League's fan base. Send us messages. Let us know. Is this a man you would like to see in the World Arm Wrestling League? Engin Terzi, the Enigma of Rage. Is that a guy you'd like to see in 2020? Let us know, guys. Get in touch. Give us a shout. We're going to let Engin jump off here and uh, wrap it up. But Engin, I want to say a massive thanks, mate, for coming on the show. Great, as always, to speak to you, brother. And hopefully you'll you'll come on again here uh, soon and we can get you on maybe with one of the other lads. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. And I also thank you for the opportunity. And hello to everyone, and I hope to see them someday at what? Ladies and gentlemen, I am genuinely gutted to have to pull the curtain down on this week's episode on the legendary Engin Terzi. I want to thank the Enigma so much for coming on the show, and I want to thank all of you for taking the time out as always. And I do so hope you will again, same time, next time right here on the World Arm Wrestling League this week with myself, Neil Pickup. Take it easy, peeps. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and Wagering Week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.